Uh, hello, Alison Farrell from Magpie Dance in Bromley. And uh, you have a lovely event coming up, which we'll come on to in a minute, all part of the Bromley Arts Festival. But tell us about uh, Magpie Dance. You're the artistic director? Yep, that's right. Hello, Darren. Yeah, I'm, I'm the artistic director of Magpie Dance. Um, we're based in Bromley in South East London. And the company started 36 years ago now uh, with a lady called Avril Hitman. Um, and at that point, it was one 45 minute session a week for people with learning disabilities at the local day centre. Um, fast forward to where we are now, and we currently have 17 sessions running every week for all ages from three right through to adults. Um, I think our oldest participant at the moment is about 76. So, um, yeah, any age, any ability, we have all sorts of sessions. Um, and the aim, our strapline is that we empower people with learning disabilities. And that's very much key in what we do. We want to give every individual what they would like to do. So some people come to us once a week as a recreational activity, spend time with friends. And then we have other dancers who are keen to make it a profession. So they've taken training with us and continue to do so. We now have a, a team of ambassadors, 15 uh, dance teachers, if you like, we call them facilitators, but they go out into schools as part of our delivery team with paid work um, and teach. Um, and actually, they've been doing a lot of that online during the pandemic, and we're currently having a project where they're doing that in Hong Kong. So we've teamed up with uh, people with learning disabilities in Hong Kong, and um, we're, we're dancing that way. So it's, um, it's very much for anyone that wants to come along who's might be local to Bromley or obviously with the pandemic everyone's changed their offer now to become more digital um so we're offering things online as well so um yeah that's what we're up to well I was saying to you earlier that uh, I've seen magpie dance perform three times and mm. it is a, a really beautiful and impressive thing seeing people who on the face of it have limitations on what they can do expressing themselves mm. in all kinds of ways and having a lovely time doing it. I actually thanked one of the dancers after the, uh, they performed at the Bromley Arts Festival and uh, said to her, you were brilliant, because she was. And her face lit up. Yeah. You must really love what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've been with the company 25 years and every single day, just can't wait to get in and see who's going to come out with something interesting, who's come up with a, the next brilliant idea and, and who's written down in their book exactly what I should be doing for the next show. So it's it's very much dancer-led for everything we do at Magpie. Um, and that's actually quite a common reaction that I've noticed over the years at performances that people are, they do feel quite moved. And I think a lot of that is perhaps from years gone by of, of the expectations of what people can do um, and then actually seeing our dancers and just how capable they are mm -hmm. and how brilliantly talented. You know, for me, the people I work with they happen to have a learning disability, but they're first and foremost, they're dancers and performers. Um, and to be able to share that and nurture that skill and talent in our dances is, you know, I, I feel incredibly lucky. But I think uh, that is a uh, quite a common audience reaction to feel moved. Um, and I think one of the things which I know we're going to talk about the event in a minute is that um, dance is a universal language. So where someone may have difficulty expressing themselves verbally, um, if you get up on stage, you can you can say anything you want through dance. So um, yeah, it's a, it's it's great watching the dancers perform. Now the performance I've seen so far is short, in contrast to what's coming up. 
But in that short performance, <clears throat> it was a blend of live action by dancers and PowerPoint with video, music, and commentary. Now, as you just said, there's a lot of dancer input there, and I believe I had quite a role in putting that together too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, obviously prior to the pandemic, pretty much everything we did was in person. Um, we hadn't really created any dance films before. Um, and then with our pandemic, with the pandemic, we, we quickly switched to online. Firstly, we made lots of pre-recorded tutorials, but we included widgets and sign language so that people could um, interact at home with them. And then we started Zoom sessions, um, which again, you know, good and bad for those. But if you're trying to create a dance with say 10 dancers on stage and you're rehearsing in a large hall, that's one thing. If you've got 10 dancers on a screen and if they go too far to the right, they'll kick the coffee table and too far to the left, they'll elbow the window. You have to have a little bit of a rethink about how you're going to make it work. And so one of the first things we did was set up lots of skills workshops to teach dancers and their families, actually lots of parents as well, about how to operate Zoom. We use spotlighting to do duets and, you know, and thinking about the screen as our stage. Um, and the piece that we that you saw is called From Me, and that's based on a collaboration we had with Protein Dance. So to my for that to mark their twenty first anniversary, um, they call, they started a project called Reimagine, and they taught some choreography from a, a previous piece and then gave it to us to have a think about. It happened nationally with quite a few companies, um, and the piece we were given was Dear Body, with the idea if you had to write a letter to your body, what would you say? And so we'd started some of that work prior to the pandemic. And then during the course of those 18 months to two years for some of our dancers when we were at home, that really started to take on a different, different meaning. And so, yeah, they had to answer the letter um, with, with their own personal, what did they like? I know one of our dancers, she wanted to thank her body for her hands because that's how she communicates with other people. Um, and then we worked with our dancers as well as having amazing um, dance facilitators who work with our dancers. We always work with professional musicians as well. Um, and our musician Simon was able to um, create the music, record the dancers on Zoom, including one dancer who's been asking me for about the last 10 years, when can he play French horn? And his moment came in March 2021 um, that we were able to, to do the recordings. Um, and then our, um, Amy, who's uh, one of our facilitators and our digital producer, um, and Ella assisting her, they made this amazing film where they cut everything together. And then we had the voiceovers of the dancers and um, yeah, the whole thing. And actually the dancers had quite a lot of input into the creative ideas as well. So they talked about what angles the things would be and what order it would come in and um, a real collaboration between everyone. And the fact, you know, none of them were in the same room for the entirety is just phenomenal really. And, and just testament to how committed and dedicated all our dancers and staff are. So um, yeah, so, but we have found that making dance film takes just a little bit longer than being in a session. So, so I think that piece is about four and a half minutes long, but um, yeah, at the event, we're gonna have lots of pieces with uh, all sorts of different, different um, content and topics. Well, that piece has also gone on to have some success that has gone more widely than just Bromley, hasn't it? It certainly has. Yeah, I am um, obviously not having had many dance films um, previously in our in our repertoire. I thought I'd just uh, take a chance and send it to one or two film festivals. And we had um, an amazing response, really. Um, and over the last year, 
the film has been um, it's been shown in over 30 countries which is incredible and in fact we've just made it we've just completed every continent now we've just been shown in australia in july and in september or october there's a, a world health conference in tunisia and um, they've selected our film about um, dance and social impact. It's just, it's amazing actually. They've won awards in Serbia, India, Bulgaria. Um, and the one the dancers were most impressed with was that they were shown on Broadway in New York in April as part of the Moving Body, Moving Image Festival, which is, um, yeah, I, I think they earned that uh, a bit of pride. There was a big round of applause when I announced that one. So um, yeah, and it's great. The other, the other side of that actually is that we've managed to reach far more people than we ever would have anticipated. So through this um, uh, film going out to film festivals, we collaborated with British Council to do a project with Hong Kong. And in fact, it was just, it was our dancers teaching. So our dancers um, uh, joined part of our delivery team as well. Um, and off the back of that, they, they came to me and said, could you write a project? We'd like to fund something for you to work together. And so we're in the middle of an, a new project called Hands Across the Ocean. And we have nine dancers in the UK and six dancers in Hong Kong. And we're creating a new dance film that looks at how our lives are different and how they're, you know, very, very similar for dancers. So that's been a really interesting. It's been really interesting hearing the dancers Cantonese as well. They've been learning that along with some more sign language. So it's been a yeah, great project. Now, the one that you've got coming up on the 31st of July yeah. is what I've been calling a festival within a festival because it marks the last day of the Bromley yeah. Arts Festival. But this is uniquely your own event. Uh, and I think, was it described as a gala, if I remember correctly, or words like Ooh. that? It hasn't been yet, but I like it. We'll take that. That sounds good. But um, <laughs> yes, that, um, so yes, yeah, so our, our theme this year, each year at Magpie, we have a different mm. artistic theme. Um, and this just came about because dancers were asking me, oh, can we find out about this? And can we do a dance about that? So, so that's part of our plan now that we take the dancers' ideas and turn it into a full theme. So um, last September, we started Global Moves and Grooves, and we're looking at how and why people dance across the world. So um, here in the UK, it's very much people would dance either as an aesthetic, so something beautiful to watch, a performance art, or as a social event, you know, so it might be something you do with your friends or you get up at your cousin's wedding and that might be it for the year. So um, they're generally the two reasons that people dance here. But of course, in other countries, that's not the case. And I thought it was really interesting for our dancers to find out what different dance moves mean in other cultures. So, for example, we've been working with um, the London Maori Centre and we've learned quite a few different hackers. Um, and hacker is just a dance and it means unity. It's about bringing people together. Obviously, we all know the All Blacks rugby. The scary one. Yeah. Worry, the scary one, yeah. yeah but in actual fact, that, that's meant to be about peace with the idea if you're so scary <laughs> that they'll leave you alone. And so you are protecting everyone. So there's a little bit behind that that's not quite what you think. But um, mm. no, it's really interesting to find that they, they have dances um, for like welcoming a newborn baby. And then we looked at um, the Maasai people in Eastern Africa and found the jumping dance, the Jumu is about becoming, changing from a boy into a man. Um, and another really interesting one actually was finding out about limbo from Trinidad and Tobago in um, the Caribbean. Isn't the whole tourist, you know, amazing, who can bend backwards and, and lean on the floor, is actually a dance originally performed at funerals. And the idea is that each person goes under the bar 
and then it gets raised so it actually goes the other way it gets lifted mm. up and the idea is that you're you're taking your loved one um into their next life by taking them from limbo and up into heaven so all of those sorts of things have been fascinating um, i know the staff have found that quite interesting and for our dancers understanding why the movements are there and what they mean has really changed the way they perform them so it's not just a case of putting something on YouTube and standing in front and having a go, but really understanding what we're doing and why. Um, and over this last year, we've actually worked with 70 different visiting artists, which has been phenomenal musicians and dancers of every kind of style. So um, yeah, 31st of July is your chance to come along and have a go at some of it. And if someone wants to book in to come and see it, uh, how do they find you? Yep, it'll be on our website, magpiedance.org.uk. And if you look at performances, it's coming up. It's the Global Moves and Grooves Festival of Dance and Culture. Um, and it's actually a two-part event. So the second part of the event um, is the traditional sit down and watch the performance and you'll see everything that our dancers have created. Um, but the first part, I wanted it to be a bit different, really. We, we've learned and enjoyed um, so many different experiences that I wanted to share that with the audience. So um, when people arrive, they can either sit in the auditorium and watch some of the films that we've created. We've, you know, we film everything now and, uh, you know, as we all do, everything's uh, digital, isn't it? Um, but also we've got a multi-sensory exhibition. So that's going to be structured into different continents. And as you go around, you'll be able to try on different costumes. There are instruments. Um, we've also got an interactive program, so it's a printed program, but if you hold your camera on your smartphone over the QR code, it will pop up with all sorts of different videos and music to listen to, and we've got some uh, interactive sheets where you can learn how to greet people in different languages and in different sign languages as well. That's been really interesting. Um, and it's even got some, uh, we've even got some hologram projectors actually. So you can see a capoeira artist in a miniature two inch hologram if you, if you so wish. Um, I was, was think... going to say, you, you haven't got, um, uh, I don't know, um, Mia being performed by... Uh, no, no, we haven't, we haven't quite got that. It will fit in the palm of your hand, but it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty cool. So we like that. Um, but um, yeah, so that just just really for people to interact with dance in, in lots of different ways. Um, but one of the main highlights, highlights of the first part of the festival is that you can actually take a dance class and they'll all all the dance classes are being taught by our dancers, which is amazing. So we've I'm really pleased and proud that our dancers have had a great time. They've learned so much and now they want to share that knowledge with others. So I think we've got um, yeah, we've got a, a contemporary class. We've got a ballet classical indian katak fusion that our adult ballet group will be teaching um and then we've got um oh we've got one that's got all different european rhythms so it's really just a way of uh, embracing and learning about other cultures so um yeah lots to do and, and suitable for everyone really well, i'm really looking forward and i, I know that uh, my co-presenter zenat is as well to coming along and seeing such a much wider show from magpie dance, so much more variety than we've seen today. We've already been moved, but we're really looking forward to being entertained uh, in yes. that way as well. Um, so yes, I hope it goes wonderfully. Look forward to seeing you there on the occasion. I do have one final question for you. Uh, now, the time before last when I saw magpie dance was at the Bromley Volunteer Awards that are run by Community Links in Bromley. And uh, the performance there, uh, barely a dry eye in the house, I, I promise you. 
but um, you're referring about your own journey within magpie dance. You're living proof yourself that volunteering <laughs> can take you in an interesting direction. So um, on their behalf as well, just tell me about the way you started out uh, 25 yeah, years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to a local dance school. I got into the dance college, um, you know, and my plan was to go off and be on the West End stage and possibly teach when I became really old, like 30 or something. I think that was the plan when I was 16. And then, as you know, life takes you in un unexpected places. Um, and I was asked to come along to uh, volunteer on a, it was a three week residency. So I'd be working with these people called Magpie Dancers, who I'd never met before for three weeks. Um, and at the end of it, Avril, who's the uh, former artistic director and our founder, um, she said, are you, you're busy on Thursday mornings, we need someone to come and uh, shake a bucket and make some tea and help people off the mini on and off the minibus. I said, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll come. And um, yeah, I just came and fell in love with Magpie really and everything that it does. And I've been very lucky that I've been there 25 years now. So um, yeah, started as a volunteer making tea on and off the bus. And, and here I am now getting to make the decisions of, shall we work with Hong Kong? Shall we, oh, let's see if Martha Graham will do another Zoom workshop for us next week. So um yeah, I, yeah, we, we have wonderful volunteers in all sorts of uh, capacities at Magpie. So we're always looking for people that are interested in dance to support our dancers in sessions. It's so, so um, important for our dancers if they need that extra one-to-one uh, -one support that we can provide it for them. But we're also, you know, help helping the office and all sorts of different things. So if, if you know, and trustees, actually we're re recruiting for trustees at the moment. So if it's something that interests you, do get in touch. I'm sure we'll find something for you to do. Lovely, and a final, final question. How many of your dancers are likely to be participating on the 31st of July? I can tell you exactly. It should have been 52, but one of them's booked a holiday, not realizing there's a clash oh. in the dates. So now <laughs> it's 51, but there's actually 83 of us involved. So alongside our dancers, as I mentioned, we've got our volunteers, we've got our amazing facilitators, our staff, and all the pieces are being played by live, uh, live musicians. So we have a, a four piece band that's made up of our regular musicians. So all our classes always have live music. So um, yeah, it should uh, something for everyone, I hope. And um, yeah. All 83 of us, look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> yeah. something, for, uh, something for everyone can practically be your motto. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you.